Hi, welcome to Straight to Laserdisc. This is Just Andy with hopefully a brief review of A Quiet Place Part 2. This is the first movie I've seen in theaters since January 2020 pre-Rona, which seems like another lifetime ago. But between the people munching on popcorn and the seats that sound like you're farting when you move, it was definitely pretty funny at least to be back. So did director Jim Halpert defy the horror movie genre with an actual quality sequel with A Quiet Place Part 2? Simply put, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the movie. It wasn't a complete turd like most horror movie sequels, so that's something. But this movie is not as tight, and I, and I felt not as interesting as the first one. But to backtrack, so the movie begins with showing us day one, the day the superhearing creatures landed and began terrorizing the Earth. They, all the characters are at a Little League baseball game, and it's in these moments where Krasinski not only returns as the Patriarch Lee, but also where he, as a director, establishes a majority of all the setups that will later play out throughout the rest of the movie. It's a neat little sequence overall, um, set piece overall. But then we immediately cut to the events falling like the next minute or so after the end of the first movie, where Emily Blunt's character decides... In that moment, it's time to leave the farm and try to find other people. What they find is Killian Murphy. Um, he was in the opening sequence, but in this, um, at this point in the movie, he's uh, or in the timeline. He's a man who's broken, nearly hopeless. Um, he's lost his entire family since the invasion, and we, and um, when Blunt finds him. She begs him for help because her her daughter at one point, Reagan, played by the deaf actress uh, Millicent Simmons, discovers there could be a community of people living safely on an island in Long Island Sound. It, uh, Milford almost got a shout out in the movie. I almost saw it, but it, the the map went as far as Bridgeport. But oh, sad. Anyway, uh, but like The Empire Strikes Back or movie sequels in general, the main cast of characters are separated for most of the movie. And oddly enough, it stays that way throughout the whole movie. There's no kind of intersecting toward the end, um, which is odd. But um, Hilly and Murphy and Simmons have very good chemistry as both a, f a father who has lost everything and a daughter who just lost her father, respectively. The movie goes to show the importance of father figures, and also a, a daughter becomes the father scenario, um, to switch around that quote from Superman. Uh, but that's a theme that I appreciated and was invested in for pretty much the whole movie. However, I felt like Emily Blunt's character, I don't think was given enough time on screen, enough screen time to maybe grieve for the loss of her husband, or, or, or just the scenario that she's now in, that she is the sole provider of her children and it felt as though her character didn't necessarily have its own arc per se she's more or less just determined to keep her family alive which is admirable but it's a far cry from where she was uh from what she was given to do in the first movie she does play a role in helping her son grow um and find his own uh courage but it's not as strong as Krasins uh, krasinski and simmons from the first movie so the boy that I'm talking about is Noah, uh, played by Noah Jupe. I hope, hopefully, I said his uh, name right. Uh, so, but he has more of an arc, albeit less interesting than Simmons and Murphy. Although the movie tries to play that uh, that both Simmons and Jupe 
are becoming more self-reliant and courageous, like I said before, due to their parents' influence. With all these parallel editing right at the end of the movie, they're literally moving the same direction, kind of doing similar actions, um, trying to show their growth and how they're becoming more adult really fast. Uh, but this movie overall felt like an extended episode of The Walking Dead or Stranger Things. It's definitely a Spielbergian horror, horror flick, um, specifically some scenes mirroring the Velociraptor scenes in Jurassic Park. So I walked out feeling like the story didn't necessarily conclude, which isn't totally a bad thing, but I would have preferred a stronger, more self-contained story as well. I felt like the movie simply ended when it reached the hour 30 mark, and uh, and it's like, well, there's going to be a third one, and I probably will see the third one, because um, I like some of the characters involved. But um, also just things that I noticed... Um, there's a lot more talking, which sort of ruins the mystique of the sign language element and suspense that the first movie establishes. Um, the creatures are more visible and still Cloverfield-like, and it is reliant on jump scares, which I would say work for um, a movie like this, where sound is such a powerful, a powerful element of... Um, the atmosphere that you're trying to set um but overall i felt there were tense moments and um yeah i enjoyed the movie i wouldn't consider it a horror movie classic kind of like the first one or at least the novelty of that the first one was but like i said earlier this could be maybe one of the best horror movie sequels just because it wasn't complete trash um i do have one huge gripe about the world building but i won't spoil this movie any further so um, this franchise, because that's what it will become, there's going to be spinoffs and sequels and whatever uh, more to do. Um, I, don't, I don't feel like it necessarily um, escaped the plot holes slash world building problems I had with the first movie. Um, but with that said, um, I'd recommend seeing it. If you like the first one, you'll probably like this one. It just... Yeah, biggest gripe is it just felt like uh, an extended TV show episode. Um, but heck, I'll go see the next one when it comes out. And it was good to be back in a the movie theater. But anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, hope you listen to other episodes. And sorry I took such a long break from <laughs> doing other episodes. But um, yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, if you have any movie recs, drop drop them send them dm me uh by carrier pigeon i don't know <laughs> just and if you want to be on the show debate a topic also you're more than welcome to come on anyway it's straight to laser disc peace it out peace and love <laughs>